Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host BJ with my co-host Me Too, and this week we're doing a two-part special on shows starring Nicole Byer. So stay tuned to the end to find out whether we nailed it or whether we were loosely exactly Nicole. Let's start with nailed it. Count us down, Me Too. Three, two, one. Welcome to Nailed It, the baking show based on the internet phenomenon where ordinary people try to recreate masterpieces, but don't always get there. Okay, listeners, we just finished watching the Netflix show Nailed It, and now we want to discuss it a little bit. So, Me Too, what are your thoughts on this baking competition? Slash, how about you also tell people the premise of the show? <laughs> okay. So I know that you hadn't seen it before, but I love it. So I'm glad we watched it Um, because I never thought I would binge a food reality show. And I binged like over a weekend, all the episodes, Um, but nailed it to take it a step back is based on like, you know how on Pinterest people will put like some kind of rainbow unicorn cupcake and it's really beautiful. And then someone will try to recreate it and then it's terrible and it looks like a melting Mm -hmm. puppy and it's like nailed it. And so they took that concept and made it into a show and it's hosted by Nicole mm-hmm. Byer and this guy, Jacques, Jacques Perez, a chocolatier, Jacques, like a very famous and re- renowned chocolatier is her judge. And then they always cycle in a guest judge. So for the pilot episode, it was um, Sylvia Weinstock, mm-hmm. who's like the queen of cakes and did like Kim Kardashian's cake and other mm-hmm. ones. And so... Yeah, so that's what we just watched. And then there's three contestants. They do an initial challenge to see who is the worst. And then the worst person gets, like, a little help, a little extra help for the second round. And then the main challenge in the second round is, like, a big undertaking. Like, in this case, it was a wedding cake. And that determines whether or not you win. So it's, like, wiped. The slate is wiped clean between the first and second round. only that guy had the buttons? So... All three had the help button. I'm not sure if they used them. We only saw him use the help button. The person that does the worst usually gets like some kind of like advantage. And I think in a few episodes they've had Nicole nags. And so your help button gets you three minutes of help from one Mm. of the judges. And Nicole nags gets her bothering the other contestants for three minutes. Oh, I didn't know that went to the worst character or worst contestant. That's why the lady who's like... The one, the contestant whose cakes literally couldn't stand up, the, the one melting, that had the anatomical deer hearts, melting yeah, cakes. she, she got. That's why she got the Nicole nags. Wait. So there's no point to winning that first round. But you win a sand mixer. Yeah, like if that matters to you. <laughs> <laughs> that has monetary value. Oh, that's true. I guess you could sell it. Oh, I just meant like it's not just a. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, it's not it's not a throwaway yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess if that woman wants to be a baker, it will like she'll that meet that will mean a one lot. One of to them her. is like a food blogger. I don't know if it was her. It was her or the other woman. No. It had to be the other woman, right? I don't I don't even know their names. <sighs> You're right. Okay, so you binge watched the show. So tell me yeah. what about this pilot made you want to watch another episode? Um, Edna, or, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> listeners, when we were watching this, we were calling her Edna from Invincibles, because Sylvia Weinstock, who was the guest judge, like, d- like 
from asking for vodka to asking to calling the contestants prude for not giving her vodka. How come nobody has bribed us with vodka yet? Prudes, they're a bunch of prudes and cheap. To stealing a pot. Yeah. I am taking this. <laughs> She just reminded me of Edna so much and she stole the show from me. But what I like about the show is it's like a very self-aware reality mm. show. Like, I like that Nicole Byer, it feels like they built a show around her personality. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it kind of feels like chicken and the egg. Like, I don't know if the show was first and they were like, she's perfect for this. Or if she helped them like kind of expand mm. it. But I like that it's self-aware. Yeah. It definitely is a casual take on a competition reality show the judges are very much about having fun with it and not so much being critical about the cooking and technique of the contestants even though they're like experts who as you pointed out could have given much better advice yeah like Jacques afterwards was like your cake was too hot you should have put it in the freezer and it's like was that not in the recipe did you not think to tell them that before they started yeah, you put it perfectly. It's like when you do poorly in a test and your teacher's like, I've been noticing this. Like, you need to do your formulas this way. And it's like, girl, could you not have told me this about 10 minutes ago before I sat down to take like, this thing? you've like, always been weak in this subject. I've noticed all semester. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like, Jacques, chill. So that was annoying. I also, we were debating this a little bit. You and I were. But, like, are they? Because they were reading what I assumed to be explicit recipes mm. Short of, like, whatever little tips, mm-hmm. that extra tips that Jacques and Sylvia had, they were reading, I thought, step-by-step recipes on their iPads. Yeah. So I don't know how they screwed it up that badly. And I was like, is it intentional? Like, do they intentionally withhold information or mm-hmm. ingredients? It's confusing because on the screen, they show kind of a brief breakdown of the recipe. But clearly, the contestants have more information than that because they mixed legit cake batter. But it's like, how much more do they have? It's very confusing how much information they're given on how to make this like professional level cake. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell if they're being like a little bit messed with because it just some of the mistakes they made. And I don't know, maybe I'm giving them too much. Like people can be this like bad at baking, Mm. but some of the mistakes they made, I was like, I don't know that like in the first round when that guy made his cake so wet oh the cake like, pops it was too wet so yes. it wouldn't like hold its shape i should have swiped left on these cake pops it was just like a mass of like wet batter and he tried to give that to people it's just like did that even seem right but i have to say i actually think he did the best job in the baker's choice yeah he should have won that yeah. round so contestants in the first round this guy who loves japan and Asian culture, he had to make um, a finger cake pop and then an engagement ring cake pop. And I think out of the three contestants, he was the one who got the closest to what he was supposed to make. But I guess because his cake pop didn't taste the best or had a weird consistency, he didn't win that round. Yeah. And his and the ring didn't oh, fit, or the finger didn't just fit the in tip. the ring. Ah. But that was like vile. The even the originals for that first round were gross. They're all to creepy. Me. All of them. I would never eat a cake pop with two big lips <laughs> and a tongue sticking out of it. And I would never eat a cake pop of a finger with a fingernail. And for some reason it's the fingernail that really it got, got Nicole me. too. 
It was hanging over the top of the finger. It was a long finger. Yeah, oh, she I hesitated to take that so bite. Disgusting. Also, who's buying these like broken heart cake pops? Like, that's not a Valentine's Day gift or an anniversary gift. <laughs> or even an I'm single and I need to like treat myself gift. Or like, even if you recently broke up with someone, I just can't imagine a scenario in which I'd want broken heart cake pops. Yeah, it's like a mean gift to be like, you yes. broke up. Cake pop. Okay. Yeah. So let's go to the nailed it or failed it part. That's the second challenge, which I thought mm-hmm. was interesting is that it's, you mentioned before, it's completely separate from the first challenge. Like, yeah, the first challenge has no bearing on whether you win. And I guess that's why they make it exponentially harder the second challenge than the first challenge. Yeah. It's weird. I thought I was expecting. I don't know, more than a golden hat for winning the second round or first round and going into the second round. I lived for that hat, though. It made me it gave me like Blanche Devereaux. I just really wanted it because I felt I, I it would make me feel like I was part of the Golden Girls. Oh, that's what you imagine that they would look like when they're baking. In my dream world, I'm in the house with Sophia, Blanche Rose and Dorothy. And you're like a third of their age. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm like, I'm like a little less than half. I was going to say 45%, but I don't think that's a term you use for age. <laughs> you can meet 45% of their age. Yeah, I'm like 45% of how old they are. So, Beach, as a first-time viewer, what were your impressions of the show? Did you like it? It was fun. I would have to watch it with someone. I'm not going to binge this by myself. That's fair. Yeah, I watched it with uh I watched it with my boyfriend. Yeah, this would this That's would fair. be a good group thing, kind of like we did with the bad Christmas movies. Oh yes. Yeah. So listeners, we like we like to watch bad Christmas movies together. Hang out during the season. Yeah. So I would do that for this show. How did you feel about the second challenge? Because it was like making a wedding cake, which as you pointed out, like, you don't even have to be a good bake. A wedding cake is not a ter- determinant of whether you're a good baker, because not even all bakeries sell wedding cakes. Like, that's a very elite task. Yeah, I had a lot of mixed feelings. So making those flowers, that was like an intense challenge, because that is... Isn't that supposed to be the sign of like a very good baker if you can make realistic flowers? Yeah, that's like a specialized skill years of practice and not every baker is even going to try to learn to do that yeah and then like you were saying wedding cakes are a challenge no one got the frosting to look right with the little stencil (laughs) (laughs) that that guy got the blue the closest that like light blue frosting yeah but no one did the stencil right and i find it very strange because they all seemed fairly competent human beings that only one of them only one contestant and then another contestant one layer were Mm -hmm. acceptable cake just as like eating as food that's another reason i like this show i like that when nicole tried that first cake and it wasn't good she was just like "Uh uh-uh and then the girl was like maybe you should try more (laughs) maybe it's still good and nicole was like oh no uh-oh. Are you sure? Oh, no, other. <laughs> like, no. And I just love how, like, I don't know. I feel like they were just like, do whatever you want. Yeah. And then 
Because I've never heard of that on a cooking show. Yeah, I feel like they gave her the leeway to kind of just be honest. Don't force yourself to eat whatever that is. (laughs) But yeah, the other two were the only ones that made edible cakes. And then that one guy who used a three-minute help to get Sylvia Weinstock, the queen of cakes, to help him, managed to only make one good layer of a three-layer cake. That was severely uneven. It was still too short. Even though she, even though she helped him measure the dough in the pans, it's like a it's like a PA ran off of one of the layers just to keep it spicy. Yeah, you were like bringing it up. Where was the rest of his, the cake? Like, did he just not stack enough of it or not make enough? It was strange. I don't know. I don't know. So, what is your final rating? I'm curious because I obviously I'm watching it seriously because I watch the whole thing okay so since you gave your rating i have a follow-up question before i go into mine okay are you going to watch season two yeah if the contestants that's a good question if the contestants because we talked about this this pilot episode i don't think is very representative of the rest of the season what makes the show for me is not just nicole but the contestants are really really Mm -hmm. funny like there's a guy named i think he calls himself like good time mike or something There's just, like, some characters that are really funny in this mm-hmm. season. So if season two seems to deliver in that same way, then I would watch again seriously. If it doesn't, I think I would still, like, my rating would be, like, would watch while doing laundry. Mm. Like, I would have it on in the background while doing email or yeah. something. Because I still like it. I think I think Nicole Byer's personality just really sells it for okay. me. I think that's fair. So my rating would be... Would watch again casually. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it would have to be in a group setting. So I can see this just hanging out with people. Want to put something on the TV on? Let's turn on Netflix. Watch a little bit of Nailed It. Eat some takeout. Chit chat. Maybe not 100% engaged, but still, it could be fun to have on. I like that rating. Because it feels like I get to invite you over to my house for takeout and watch Nailed It. That was not a request. Yeah, but, like, it was. It's cool. Okay, great. So we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, So that is the first part of our Nicole Byer two-part special. (laughs) Um, Remember, you can always find us at thepilotpodcast.com and email us at askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thepilotpod. You can like us on Facebook at thepilotpodcast. Uh, I actually, I still want meal prep recipes. (laughs) And I still want... Oh, and send us a Nailed It challenge if you have one. Because I think BJ and I would be pretty terrible and good in a kitchen together. Because we're both competent, but we would would fold on the Or show us pictures of you doing a Nailed It challenge. Yeah. Okay, so thanks for listening, guys. And be sure to check out part two. Bye. Bye. I love the theme music. Oh, I've literally never seen this. Sylvia Weinstock reminds me of the lady from Incredibles who makes the costumes. Oh, Edna Mode. Edna. Is her description single and ready to mingle? I think she's like branding that. You have to listen to Why Won't You Date Me? Have you heard it? I watch it regularly or listen to it. Listen to it regularly. Her podcast is so good. Those glasses are huge. They they suit her though. This is the professional one? Yeah. This is horrible. Horrible. (laughs) I feel like they pitched this to Food Network and they were just like, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because this looks like the set of Cupcake Wars. You're right. Honestly. <laughs> I bet it is. The finger fits in the ring. Disgusting. Oh. <laughs> Sylvia said they're cheap for not offering her vodka. Bro. He's a samurai now? I recognize that from... What's it called? Top, mm-hmm. top, cut, chop, chopped. I was like, you were naming other shows too. <laughs> top Chef. Top Chef. Chop. Is it Chopped? Master Chef. Am I talking There's... about Chop? Yo. <laughs> Whoa. I like this music. Isn't it? Doesn't the music go with the show? Yeah. It's very Nicole. 